0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Rock bottom Overwhelmed Down and out Couldn't see For my problems
2: But internally I knew things Would get better did give up Or give in When I faced Stormy weather I can finally see That the sun is shining I made it to the top Because I kept on climbing but Now with my life. Celebrate when from being good to great. I made it to the top. Now I'm here too. I got lost in the process. And some people I hurt and I wrong with my mess. Might have felt and seen that though I was heartless. I relearned who I am and I moved out of darkness. Stronger
1: so I, I didn't get
2: So this is up because we are bouncing.
1: you're been in the struggle
3: been like how you might have even felt like you're going to lose your mind at some point anybody
4: there Where's Leah? Scrap you there?
3: Yes, sir, I'm right here.
4: Can you hear me? Yeah, we can I can hear you.
3: All right, yes, sir.
4: Where's um the duck at? Ooh. Let's do this I'm uh. Let's see who else is on here. I don't know what's going on. No, nope. Can't hear you, baby. Um. Let's do this. What's that? Soul so the legend. So la. Hey, how
0: are you? I yes. I I apologize.
4: I'm horrible with names, sweetheart.
0: That's all right. Yeah. You can just call me Legend. Keep it simple. <laughs> okay,
4: Legend. Let's see who else we got on here. Patricia.
5: Patrice Laird. Patri-
4: see, I'm telling you, I'm I'm bad with names. Well,
5: I know. Well, I I <laughs> well, not to let you say Laird.
4: Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Antonio Hey what's up son how are you Yeah I think your wife is having audio problems Yeah hold on a second. Yeah Let's do the uh, <laughs> 731 seven, 225 Who are we speaking with Vincent Weeks
1: <laughs> Can you repeat that
4: again I'm sorry Couldn't hear you Vincent Weeks. All right, welcome to the show. Thank you. And uh eight one three six four six. That number looks familiar. Are you listening? You must be listening. Okay. Um let's do this, uh let's play a let's play a song and then hopefully um we'll have the doc on. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to B Style Radio. This is episode six, and um, I just want to let you guys know I'm DJ Sean, and um, this is part of the Hilltop Radio. This her show is part of the Hilltop Radio Show Network, which can be heard worldwide. Uh, we we hit over um, seven, close to eight million listeners, so that's. Thank everybody for tuning in all over the world. Um,
2: no,
4: thank you. No problem. Let's do this. Let's get into a quick song, and um, hopefully, she'll have her her. Um...
5: Hey, can everybody hear me?
4: There she is.
5: Uh, I had to. I had to come in a different way. I don't know what happened. my setup. I think the topic is so juicy tonight that (laughs) they want me to get in tonight. Uh, Thanks for holding it down for me, DJ DJ Sean. I am welcoming you guys to Lifestyle Radio, Be Lifestyle Radio. I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey Magaha, and um, I just want to welcome you guys again. Um, That's so weird. Uh, we talk about everything on this show, don't we, Sean?
4: Yeah, everything. There everything. Is no topic. Yeah, um, I just want to say this: it's grown and it's grown. It's for grown folks, grown and sexy, grown folk radio. It's it's good for the youngins too. They can learn something. And we we're losing my. I don't know what's going on with her. Uh, we just lost her. Yeah, we talk about a lot of things, you guys that are listening. Welcome, Double Chalk. Welcome to the show as well. Um, You know, mainly topics that are... Here, she's back again. Let's see. Get her back over. You there? I'm
5: I'm here. I have no idea what's going on tonight.
4: The devil, the Uh, devil don't want you to have this topic. (laughs) That's what it is.
5: Listen. I'm telling you, don't want this topic at all because uh I know the people that are on have such incredible insight tonight. Um I know that's what it is. Um do we uh introduce Antonio? He's on. Uh, yeah, he's, say yeah, hello? yeah,
4: yeah, I did that. Yeah go ahead. Okay.
5: Yeah. So tonight's topic, if you're listening and you wanna call in, uh, give us a call at five one six Four five three nine one one zero, and if you are a T-Mobile listener and you want to call in, give us a call at 971-379-9537. Um, tonight's topic is called Why Do, Why I Do. Um, it is a topic about why people, why do people get married? Why the real reason Let me let me rephrase that The real reason That people get married And I tell you they, There are a host of reasons That people get married um, I, I've been thinking about You know and I don't want to talk about it In a long time but you, you got to talk about it A little bit Will and Jada got You got to talk about them a little bit uh, uh, black people's favorite couple Wrote songs written about them You want to love like Will And Jada Or do you <laughs> Or
4: do you no. Or do you
5: Well We say that now, we say it hey, now.
4: That's, that's a strange that's a, that's a strange family I think they all have mental illnesses I really do <laughs> I, I, I Why do really you say do. that Cause the whole damn family crazy as hell, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> except for the, except for Will's oldest son, he's the only one that seems like got common sense. But the other ones, nah, something something's wrong upstairs there. Yeah, honestly, I think they all need to see psychiatrists. They all of them need to. Well, I got I got a I got a little fun fact. I think we all need to see psychiatrists,
5: psychologists. To
0: be honest, <laughs> we all need help. Amen to that.
5: <laughs> Thank you guys again. I know Sean has DJ Sean has um introduced you all, but I have some really good friends on the line tonight with some experience. This this is this is a topic that most of us on the line we not tell we're not coming from what we think. We're gonna come from what we know about. My friend, Sola, how are you tonight?
0: I'm doing good, sis. Thank you for inviting me on.
5: Let me tell you what what also sparked this um, conversation. I was on one of her posts on on Facebook, and there was a really good post she posted about relationships. And um, I'm going to read a little bit. Uh, You have to... I'm breaking into a, a, a post, but it says, I don't think most people are truly honest about the dating phase. Sex and loneliness clouds our judgment. We convince ourselves to settle for a dynamic that violates our core beliefs. We get married or move in together, and when the honeymoon is over, we revert back to our core beliefs and the war ensues. Wait to have sex learn each other, and have these hard talks, lots of them, then be honest with yourself about if the dynamic can really work without destroying each other's authenticity. You remember that post, Sola?
0: Oh, absolutely.
5: (laughs) So uh, somebody comes back and says, spoken from a position of intelligence. The old sex and loneliness. The culprit. (laughs) Excuse me. It creates a false sense of security and togetherness. At the end of the day, they don't even like each other, let alone love each other. It happens all too often. <coughs> so, why? Pe- why do people get married? Why do people get married? Any of my guests? Why do people get married? Excuse me. <coughs>
4: Uh, I, well, don't no, everybody's going to speak at one oh, time. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Hey, go this ahead. Scrap Iron. Uh, <laughs> don't be scared, now.
1: Oh, did we...
5: Hey, Scrap Iron, did we well, introduce you?
4: Uh-huh.
3: Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> so, so, go ahead. I would say... Get a start. I would speak from a personal side of experience on this one. Um, situation and circumstances. One... I was a high school dad before a high school grad. Some and mm-hmm. being raised by uh a, a grandparents, so my grandfather always said a man takes care of his own. But now he really understanding that based on the older values and being a younger guy. So I say, Well, I got a pregnant, I gotta marry her. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so you know, but I, was love really involved in that? But I think it would the relationship probably was doomed from the beginning, you know, so we do things circumstantially without forethought or really, you know, of a relationship. Might be good intention, but you know, sometimes that don't be enough. Getting
5: married because somebody got pregnant.
3: <laughs> yeah. Would you
5: recommend that?
3: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> if the feelings is really not there, no.
4: But you got you got to remember, coming from the south, everybody's parents and grandparents and parents before them—that's all they believed in. So they made they together. They made marriages that didn't work because people didn't know each other. Because you laid made a, a child, that don't mean you had to get married. But that's a tradition that those folks believed in. True. Oh the up, shotgun I, marriage.
3: Yeah. Sort of like that, yeah, but you know, uh, but my situation, I say, taking from the context my grandfather was the strongest individual in my life. And, you know, I, he took care my mom had me at sixteen, so guess what? My grandparents took me from her, basically raised me alongside my mom. Oh wow. Yeah, so you know, my grandfather's that strong guy, His family just you, you know, take care of family. So I'm my my internet of interpretation that man, I got this chick pregnant. I, I have to take care. I have to be a man about this, you know, where love might not been the, the, the main, you know, as strong there. It was a relationship, but it wasn't enough to sustain because it didn't even last two years. Hey, that, well,
0: Tina Turner said, what's love got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know,
6: now,
0: this is um, this is so loud and I was going to say, the The reasons for people getting married, the whole dynamic of marriage has really changed down through the decades because you think you know fifty sixty seventy years ago people were marrying for survival right they were they were mm-hmm. marrying to survive and to preserve the bloodline, so love wasn't really as much of a factor there was a there was an understanding of the dynamic that existed between the man and the woman. One was going to provide, one was going to take care of the home, and that was the contract. So you didn't enter into a marriage thinking about whether or not you were really going to be happy. You entered into a marriage for survival. And now in this generation that we're in, you know, in this newest generation, you know, people are so... Uh, I want to say self-aware but it's also self-centeredness is is kind of like a a, mm-hmm. a little merge of self-awareness which also has has leaned too hard into self-centeredness and so now everything is about me being happy you <laughs> know never mind survival because the number one thing I need to survive is my mental health right so now this marriage has to suit me So I think the whole dynamic of why people have gotten married has really changed, and we really haven't defined those parameters, especially if there's a generational gap, if there's a culture gap um, between the two partners coming together. There's a lot of wrong-imposed expectations from that vantage point, like what are your core beliefs about why people even get married, right?
5: Core beliefs. Uh, that's, that's a really um, a good term to talk about because what's a core belief for you may not be a core belief for me. Um, correct?
0: That is, that is absolutely correct. And when those core beliefs clash, um, that's almost an unresolvable conflict. That's what you call irreconcilable differences. Core beliefs are what they are. They are things that are established in the foundation of your core, and they don't typically change. Core beliefs don't change. You're like you you literally have to die and transform for core beliefs to become different. Um uh, and so when you violate those core a... beliefs to uh, you violate those core beliefs to try to form a life partnership with someone, because core beliefs don't change, that's not sustainable. You can only violate your core for so long without really warping yourself into a shadow of who you really are. So either you're gonna die or the relationship is gonna die.
3: Wow. Wow. That's that's I have a question. That's that <laughs> Sandy, the core beliefs there, question it being, um uh, let's say, you know, one time you used to have to have your parents' blessing to mm-hmm. enter into a relationship or a marriage and everything, you know that old tradition. You have to have the parents' blessing. And I my question is, do you think that is still present now? Because I gonna say, I believe that if you don't have it, it's doomed. Again, my situation. I asked my grandmother. I said, "Mom, are you coming to my my wedding?" And she was highly up against it. She said, "No, Jackson State is southern playing today." So oh. but <laughs> <laughs> he to told she did not come. She went to the game. So that relationship this is your first this I is your first have, relationship. Yes, that was my first. And I I felt that, so you did, know, that without that blessing wouldn't it have worked. So do you think that if the same
5: relationship, the exact same person, the exact same circumstance, if you're if you do you feel this strongly that if your grandmother would have been there that the that the- same set of circumstances you think the relationship
3: would work no, I really don't know <laughs> <laughs> the way it all ended, otherwise though no. she did good she did right to go to that game <laughs> <laughs> so
5: she- she knew something that you didn't know huh
3: exactly that you know because she told me she. You know, though I believe what my grandfather, you know, I looked at him as that mentor of, you know, family structure. My grandmother was like, she's not the right one. But I'm like, well, I got, you know, I got a project. I'm a you know, I'm going to join the army and take care of my. She did not approve of that. <laughs> so, and it didn't work. You know, so that was those beliefs of how, the, you know, back then what we had to go through. So I believe there's definitely been a change, you know, that. You know, some things just don't end up being, I guess, irrelevant sort of at times, you know. i I'm, I'm a little I'm a little confused about it, but hey but now I'm I'm straight, you know. <laughs> oh,
5: you were confused
3: so at the time. I have a question for everybody. How many people
5: on um uh, on the line have been married at least one time? I've been
7: married one time. This
0: is Patrice. All right.
3: I've
5: been married
4: One time I'm on Well I'm on number two Anybody on there You on number two
3: it's Anybody done. on I'm on my second I'm on my second marriage I I'm on my on. second Antonio, I'm, I'm on my second
4: I ain't even hitting my first <laughs> Lucky guy <laughs> Stay there Stay there uh, <laughs> The hottest product on the planet And I ain't, it ain't Ain't looking either. I'm just wanna learn some stuff, but why, nah, why
7: do you think you haven't gotten
4: not, married? You know me, I'm picky, and I like my space, and I try to. I got two daughters, and I try to, you know, give yeah, them the reason why I, I'm not uh, with nobody because I'm picky as as far as who I choose to be with um commit to and things like that, because people say, Oh i want 50 fifty fifty I don't want fifty percent, I want a hundred fuck fifty I want a hundred mm-hmm. yeah, and it it's just you know my ways you know what i'm saying i'm not i don't I'm not confrontational, I'm not argumentative, and I don't like that, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. then when I get to when I date somebody and they come with that. With that type of attitude, it's not going to work because I know me. I'll bounce you like a basketball mm-hmm. or a bad check.
3: <laughs> that 50-50 thing is, is a blind misunderstanding between a lot of people because I think they say, yeah, they want I want somebody to be 50-50. with no, you're going in 50-50, you're going in half-hearted. We both need to be 100% mm-hmm. solid on
4: mm-hmm. what we're
3: trying to achieve here. You know, you can't enter nothing 50-50. You already been doomed it.
4: Yeah, who wants something from somebody fifty percent? No, you gotta give it a Yeah, whole But whole. I
5: mean, but these but again, these are all things that we have heard and so we have adopted until we know better. And I you know, one of the things mm-hmm. is that I've heard, you know, when you know better, you do better. And so, uh what I think and what I see society doing is having more information. And the younger people have a lot more information. And statistically, they are getting married more and decreasing the divorce rate because they are coming in with a different mindset. Uh, According to the Internet, five reasons people get married. For love, for companionship, to signify a lifelong commitment, to provide security for children to make a public commitment to each other for legal status and financial security for religious beliefs, And the number one reason y'all like, a I, I want it. I want y'all to guess the number one reason men get married. I, y'all are not going to guess this. Anybody so, take a guess. So, What's the so, number one
1: reason?
4: So she can't have nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's health my reason
1: Okay,
6: alright, yeah. okay The number one okay, reason okay. men
3: get married Is for um,
5: Nobody look it up Don't look it up What <laughs> you think it's for
1: Help, For health I'm, purposes I'm, Okay I'm
0: guessing for financial security <laughs> The number
5: one I reason men get no married love. for Financial
4: Alright,
5: anybody else Who my sister and brother are on, Tamika and Jamar. Hey.
3: Hey. Hey.
5: Hey, how you doing? How are you all tonight? All good.
3: Good. We just listening. All right. I'm just taking I, 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 oh. I, say, I say health because statistically they say that men that are married have a healthier lifestyle and live longer than men that are single. So I, that's why I say it's health.
1: No, we we're supposed
0: to be okay. picking from I the list you gave good. us, right? Uh, no,
5: no. It, it, you could say just off the top of your head, what do you think? Oh, the I thought number we were supposed to be, be
7: um. I thought we were supposed <laughs> to
0: be picking from that list, so they won't die old that, and alone. Loneliness. Yeah, that's what I would
7: say. Loneliness.
5: loneliness. <laughs> security.
4: Se- security. So nobody else. <laughs> one
5: reason, get- You used to say, Sean.
4: No, I'll just repeat my answer a while ago, but go ahead. companionship. The yeah. number
5: one reason men get married is for unconditional love. How about that? Hmm. Okay. Oh, well. mm. In a, in a, a survey, 93, yeah, 93% of married people said love was the reason why they got married, and 84% of unmarried people wanted to marry because of love. Hmm. But man, the number one reason they get married is for unconditional love. I thought that was very interesting.
4: Well, they must. Have, they Anybody must want to not, comment on that? Yeah, they must not been getting love from home, from the family, from their mother, father. You know, they must not been getting love that love that they were looking for as as come growing up. That's my opinion. And I
5: think people get married for different reasons at different ages and stages of your life. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe when you're younger, that might be more pressing. I don't know. But uh, as you get older or become more self-aware, your reasons for, um, wanting to get married might change or probably change.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I guess that is like, there's some of that term, I can learn to love, but I'll marry for money. Is that still relevant?
1: Mhm, yeah you see that's a <laughs> out there I,
5: I, you know I think what's funny to me is when I look on t v and I look at all of the high profile men who marry women who to me it seems super obvious, super obvious that she is trying to get your money, and they do it anyway, and they get divorced and then they get taken for money. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe she's asking for $50 million. But you knew that that's what she was getting married to you for in the first place.
3: Okay. I want trophy. a man to explain it to me. Explain it to me. Uh, I think it was based on him wanting an arm trophy. And in certain, and, and certain circles, uh, find, you know, in certain circles they run in, you know, they, they do that. They get they get a let's, – let's take an athlete who, you know, gets a $100 million contract. He'd go out there and find him the prettiest thing going, and he might look like a treasure troll. But then, you know, <laughs> let's be real, you know. Hey, and, of course, you looking like, man, why did, yeah. you know. You ain't lying, and, Okay, here it go. I can that learn to love,
4: but I'm married for money. What's that girl from uh, <laughs> Basketball wise that married the one boy look looked like a troll um, and got all that money from him? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's no. reality.
1: It happens.
5: Well, that's well, interesting. I, have, oh, go ahead,
0: Sola. I was just going to say the the comment about men marrying for unconditional love. I would have loved to explore or have them define what that means to them, because what love means to a man and what it means to a woman is so different. And what really translates to love for a man is respect. So you have to understand what makes a man feel respected, because that's really what makes him feel unconditionally loved. And a lot of men don't feel like they've been appreciated, validated, heard, understood. And I think to the question that the gentleman asked about – or no, you asked – why are you get married for money and then be so surprised that she wanted all the money? Because I think men feel like they can buy that respect, which to them is also love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think they feel like they can buy it. If yeah, I provide this, if I pay for this, um and so you know they're they're obsessed with with providing finances and income because the appreciation that they're expecting to receive for providing this security translates as love to them. In the meantime, they haven't discussed with their lady what love feels like to her, so she feels completely (laughs) neglected because he's paying all these bills, but she's not getting any quality time, no affection, no conversation, right? And so now he feels unappreciated and unloved because I'm doing all of this for you, and you're complaining that we're not spending enough time together. And she's like, well, I appreciate that, but I can buy stuff for myself. I want your (laughs) presence.
3: Yeah,
1: and, and,
3: and, yeah, but then you end up having so, so kids. thinking that makes it better. What about all
5: of those? Um, yeah, they have more kids, and it just becomes a tangled, a tangled web. Well, what about all the guys who get married to women who respect them, love them, cook for them, clean for them, and do all of those things, and they come up short?
0: What do you mean by that? Come up short. Where the man doesn't appreciate any of that. Well, it's, I it's mean, a you, lot of cases out there. You got to be in. You got to be in, inside of somebody's household. So another thing that I, I know personally, because I did relationship coaching, probably I think for a good fifteen, twenty years, and something that mm-hmm. I would often see with men that were cheating, they married the woman who was safe. Mm-hmm not the one that they really wanted.
5: Right. So on that note, we're going to pause. We're going to take a, a little music break. I want, I, that is what I really, I really want to talk about that. Those so safe, safe place. When you get married because this was the safe, the safe thing to do. I want y'all to think about that. What, what is that. what does that mean for y'all? Is it a safe? What is your alternative for SAFE? What should you be doing instead of SAFE? Because SAFE is SAFE.
7: We'll be right back.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah, that brought back some memories on that song, that DJ, huh?
4: Oh yeah. I'm trying to see where Duck is. Doc, you there?
5: I'm telling y'all what tonight. I do not know. I was going <laughs> in. I was saying, <laughs> "Welcome back to B D- Lifestyle Radio." I'm your host, Patricia Dorsey McGaha. Um, If you want to call in, our call-in number is 516-453-9110. If you are a T-Mobile listener, call us at (laughs) 971-379-9537. That was Reasons by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Reasons. We are talking about marriage tonight, the reasons why people get married. Um, Our last uh, conversation or our last uh, before the music, we were talking about safe choices. And over while the music was playing, I, I got do y'all remember that scene in a different uh a different world where Whitley was standing at the altar with Homeboy, the safe choice. And Wayne, Wayne ran up and he's like,
1: Whitley, don't do
5: it. I love you
4: yeah I remember that i oh,
5: yeah. remember and we were all well you know excited that he fin- he went and got his woman now in real life somebody crashes a wedding like that mm, i don't know, know if it'll be a yeah I, I don't know how much um excitement it would be on that but um everybody was excited for the because he was the love of her life versus the safe choice what what's y'all thoughts about the safe choice how does that end up i can tell you my personal experiences in the in a minute anybody make the safe, safe choice choices, the first round i didn't make the safe choice oh, My ahead, my, my choice was my choice was out of circumstance um I was like the gentleman who spoke earlier. I wasn't 18 and pregnant. I was 24 and pregnant by my college sweetheart, so we decided, yep, that's what we're going to do. And we were friends and we had a lot of good times together, but it wasn't a well-thought-out decision um, in the long run. But I think we have a lot of information overload, so people move out of anxiety, and and I can be guilty Mm. of that myself. so, So, When you move in that space, you are looking for safety and security all the time. Um, Mm. And you don't want to mess up. You don't want to, if you've been divorced, it's not your goal by no means to do that twice. So safety sounds good, but at the end of the day, you have to go with your feelings about a person. Um, The checklist Mm -hmm. won't get it. Your checklist, you know it will keep you in a a space of being um, afraid. So when you're afraid, your your instinct leans towards faith instead of, like, what you feel. Now, it can't be grounded totally in feelings. It does have to balance. But I think we have so many competing voices with social media and everybody giving Mm. an opinion or this and that. It's hard to, mm-hmm. you know, um, be centered and really not choose the safe choice. That's my thought on it.
4: Okay. Well, we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people that listen to people that haven't been married instead of listening to people that's been married. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. if I have, if I have mm-hmm. a marriage, if me and my wife is going through a thing and we say, okay, let's sit down with a you know, with a, a psychiatrist. Why would I sit down with a psychiatrist that that's never been in mm-hmm. and i I'm not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but why would I sit down to someone that's never been in a situation that me and my wife has been in? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's that's how I feel about that. Yeah. And nine times out of ten going to the well. church isn't the right answer, neither as well. Going to the preacher man isn't the right answer as well, neither too. So <laughs> I'm gonna be quiet after this. You know, it, it's
5: funny. It, it's funny because people will argue with you about some of that what you just said,
4: mm-hmm. but
5: the numbers don't lie because the divorce rate was is it's been terrible, and people have been getting counsel from all kinds of people. And I, I wouldn't, you know, single people might have a a um a ballot point because there's some married people that you might not want to talk to either. I oh, know that's right. It really is. <laughs> it really is a individual, individual thing. It really is an individual thing. I, I have somebody but, just text me. I, is, there a, is there a safe choice? Is there ever a safe choice?
3: I think safe as a, is a interpretation somewhat. Um, if I look, let's say if I, my based on one of my decisions, well, let's say my first marriage, total disaster, um, and when you meet the next person that you meet, you're you looking at, you're judging that around, do I want to have to deal with the same thing? Am I going to end up with the same? So you, you look at things, trying to look at things through a scope of what is safer, will this person be this or that, you know, so. It's kinda of hard to judge from faith, that the feelers have to take uh some precedence over over, you know, the the intent or what you know, what y'all are seeking to have. Yeah,
5: and, and I know think is, safe is relative. Safe is relative to me. I think based on your experiences, one person may be safer than another.
4: Divor- divorce rate has been steadily Declining over the past few decades, unfortunately, the divorce rate is still the divorce rate is still higher than it than than it was in the early seventies. That's forty to fifty percent first marriages. Wow, sixty to seventy percent on your second marriage.
5: Yeah, those second marriages rates look terrible.
3: Terrible for. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> for,
5: such, for us That's in our <laughs> second go rounds I'm like And I think the third ones are bad too
4: My, Wait a minute Shalemore says the second time round better than the first <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you been... think the
5: second one Is worse than the first What what makes people like I guess let's I, I think They think the I don't have time. no
0: tolerance They don't have no tolerance <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. and like was, like a no, I, and I think it, that that second marriage is a lot about running away from what you faced in the first one.
4: Here's a question that's, I want to yeah. ask. This is a question yeah. I want to ask for everybody that's on their second one. This I just want to ask: How, in between your first one, your first marriage that ended in divorce, did you get married for your second one? How much time did you give yourself? That's the question I want to ask.
3: I think mine was
4: almost eight, ten, about uh, ten years,
1: almost ten years. Ten years. Okay. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm <laughs> completely on, <laughs> complete on that. I'm on that
4: question. Well, a lot of cricket, a lot of cricket's going on in this radio show, you no wonder no you have audio problems Can't get in <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, hey
5: I can say it's, uh, it's, been, it's been 18 years Between uh, when it, my divorce And I, I uh, my current marriage She had a
4: clearer voice She had a clearer voice right there And Tony I'm going to text you No I'm I mean am no, just <laughs>
1: <supposed
5: to>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that back to the question of um why do I think that second marriages are probably worse. I really I think people probably so I just said that people run away from um you know, they probably see if they see something that looks remotely mm-hmm. like what they dealt with. Um, because people in general run from pain. Right. And try to escape, they don't really deal. A lot of people don't deal with things because what I found in my second marriage Mm -hmm. is myself. I found I've run into myself. And so what happens, you know, the first go around is somebody else's fault. The second go around, if you you run into yourself and so you either – avoid or refuse to deal with the stuff that because you know you are the common denominator
1: right
8: so
5: if if, right. if there's some stuff that's coming up even and i'm not and i'm not i'm not talking about situations of abuse or anything like that but even in those situations if you are there's an element in yourself and i'm not saying that causes those things but if you're attracting those things or if you're attracted to why, you have to find out within yourself why. And I, I'm going to say a soul eyes on tonight, but I have her um, slated for another show that talks about trauma because that's what it comes down to for a lot of people.
4: So, Trauma. So, so can I,
5: running I'm sorry.
4: into... Go ahead. No, I just want to say, so shouldn't you take from the first marriage, what, you know, again, what you said, trauma and stuff, and, and make sure you don't take carry that over to the second time around. And, and, uh, you, aren't if, you supposed to have a you clean said, mind, right? You're supposed to have a, a clear mind. If you, if you don't mind. see yourself, if you
5: don't see yourself and you think it's the other person, then you're not, that's that, you lead the... The old relationship, that's their problem. That's their stuff. I'm okay. There's okay. nothing wrong with me. That person was a terrible person, and here I am again. So you don't have anything to take over. You do, but you don't realize it. You okay. don't realize what you should be realizing about yourself.
3: Okay. So I have a question. So uh, I guess that would be safe to say oh, definitely evaluating yourself before getting into it, because I said I wasn't getting married again after the first one. I said the only way it happens it had hit me like a ton of bricks. And unfortunately I guess it did. It took ten years. And one thing that uh <laughs> I said,
1: no, I right. I, said,
3: I I let my wife, I let my wife and I say, Hey, there was a lot of BS that came with this package. And I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, we discussed what it, some of the things that I dealt with, you know, and I, I pretty much put it out there, hey, if you want if you wanna go forward with this I'm I'm I'll, I'm in with you, but I just want you to understand there was a lot of BS that went with this package, and we've been together now 25 so, years.
5: Wait a minute. So you said from
3: the jump that you was full of uh, full of. I had you know I was a, from this first marriage. See, yes, I was because for this first marriage, I I will prompt my book to be written called the Scarred Heart Syndrome, but I was. I mm-hmm. felt that this that one woman that I was with was the only one I had ever been with, and when things there did happen, it sort of sort of left me bitter and and and, and so every female that I met had to pay for you know what I had dealt with. The past. <laughs> I'm just let you know. Everybody.
4: Go ahead, Rick James. <laughs> I'm just for Use real. The you know,
3: they had to pay. They paid for I love know, them for,
4: and them. Yep, Use and abuses. <laughs> If you, if, hey,
3: you're going to have to read the book. <laughs> wow. Well, that wasn't, well, that but, was not fair for all of the women who was trying to love young
4: Mine it worse wasn't, it than that. It wasn't,
3: but that was, that was being a broken individual, you know, someone that's already scarred and didn't know how to deal with it as, you know, young and at the same time, you know, not knowing how to deal with that. Are you healed now? Brother, I am. I am so healed. If I touch something, it's gonna be instantly be healed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my yeah, wife and I
3: are, are best friends. We're, we're 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 best friends. Um, and you know, and and like I said, with the BS that came with my package. If I tell you some of the stuff, she still had to deal with, but we toughed it out. We made it you work. We didn't don't. turn on each other, and we're 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 just everything is crazy.
5: How long did it take you guys to get to a point of um, peace and understanding?
3: Probably, I'd say about (laughs) six to seven years, probably. (laughs) Damn.
4: (laughs) Because I was was very, (laughs) I was (laughs) still, I didn't eat her cooking.
3: (laughs) I didn't eat her cooking for almost eight years into our relationship.
4: (laughs) That's good, Ray Bill. You're third one after that. You just said that. You didn't really work. Can you repeat that? You didn't really
3: work. I didn't even need her cook it. I, I mean, I was in a relationship, and I would just feel that uncertain about, you know, I want to cook for myself. I cook for us. We cool, you know. <laughs> I huh. just had a Oh, up. you would go out to eat
6: or something?
3: I'll, you know, I'll cook it. If I, I'll either go get me something or I'll cook it for us. That didn't hurt her feelings?
1: Mm-mm.
3: No, it didn't. Cause she went, you know, one of my uh, uh, being that guy, uh, my tr- attractive traits was I was a hell of a cook. So you know, in mm. college, you know, you'd be surprised what a a nice catfish po' boy would do. <laughs> <laughs> wow!
5: Also, oh, you was doing the cook.
3: Yeah, I, I love to cook, but I I would, you know, and you know, I, I met her uh, in a, in a Walmart. And, I just something just drew me to her, but I, I I invited her out to dinner one day. I said, "Well, you know what? I'll cook." And I did. I cooked, and we, you know, just talked and bit, got to really know each other. Hmm. And she's a traditional country. You
5: know. <laughs> oh, she she's from the country. She's not from the city. So she put up with you for eight years, your shenanigans, till you got right.
3: Yeah. And a lot of that was spiritual-wise. I refused to deal with... I mean, I I stayed out of church for 13 years. 13 years. I, I just didn't trust nobody. I didn't trust the preacher. I didn't trust... It's a lot of things that I had trust issues with. But, you know, I met a guy named, rest his soul, Bishop Hank Mariner. And... You know, I don't believe in turning into no, no preacher. And I told him, like, I agree with Sean, don't talk to a preacher about your relationship. I don't, I, that's just me. But he was a friend, not, you know, mm-hmm. him and his wife were friends. So uh, I found in found, uh, just having to talk with him about, you know, things about myself as one man to another. He's been in a marriage that has had problems. You know, I knew his story, too. And, you know, he, he added some clarity to my life. You know, mm-hmm. he really did add some clarity
0: to my life, you know. So let me, let me ask you a question. Anybody? Saying it took eight years. Did you, was there anything that you promised to your wife that you were going to do or change? You told her that you came with all the BS, which I appreciate because I think, we should give people the opportunity to decide if they want to sign up for something. It's like full disclosure. It's like when you're buying a home full disclosure of whether or not there's problems with the home so that you can count up the cost of making this house your home. So I feel the same way about a relationship, full disclosure about what you come with, but did you make promises to her to create expectations that you did not keep? And then I want you to, Follow up on the expectations thing um because that's a well, big big thing with me
3: right i was uh, a I was an, i was an entertainer mm-hmm. yes i was I was actually an artist then uh and of course, let's be real about some of the groupy things goes on you know, and you know wants to be with that one individual and I can say that um mm-hmm. uh there was a moment of infidelity, and it Instead of hiding it, when it came, you know, I I acknowledged it and it, you know the way it came out and uh I said you know what I see this is not I don't know if this is gonna work you know I did I knew what I did and I said you, this, everything in the child shooting tape I, I don't think I wanted to take out with me was my computer my studio equipment and I was gonna go you know my <laughs> wife said to me that she said well that's the that's the easy way just go on and give up or we can try to work through it we did mm. say. Wow, she said we can try to work through it, and you know, <laughs> it 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 made me realize the type of woman that I, I I did come across, you know, and how strong she truly is in her faith, you know, and she believed in, enough in me to say, hey, we're gonna try to make we're gonna make this work if you're willing to put forth the effort. If you want, we can just walk out the doors and be done with it. So, of course, I say yes. I, I, I like to make it work. You know, I knew what I had, what I was, what I did, and you know, and you know, one thing that's, that's amazing about this woman, the child, she's in the other room right now. She's now sixteen. She never treated her like an outsider. Nothing. She's. She loved her and raised her just like I was, because her me and her mom we had an understanding. And that, and mind you, my wife and I doesn't do not have children. We weren't we weren't lucky enough, blessed to have children together. But, um, but you know, yeah, she she's been that she's been that strong and she's been good. So yeah, it was the pack, the B S that came with my package was, I did disclose it.
5: So she knew what she signed up for from the beginning, so yeah. No surprises.
4: Really. No surprises. Yeah. I do I, well, I mean, Yeah. That's why his name is Scraphorn. <laughs> mm. yeah.
5: Why do you think so you were saying that um you wanted to really highlight um something out of that?
0: Yeah, the the expectations piece, because there's this really um, ridiculous, really ridiculous and fantastical, unrealistic teaching, trendy little teaching that's going around on social media that you should have no expectations of people, because if you have no expectations, you will will never be disappointed. And I do understand the premise of that, um, but to have no expectations... Expectations breed disappointment But they also breed excitement If I don't expect anything Then I have nothing to look forward to Nothing to be excited about And what you don't want to do Is have self-imposed expectations that, That my expectations are based on Selfish demands or perceptions Or fantasies or wishes that I have But to have expectations Based on words that you've spoken to me conversations that we had, things that have been discussed in counseling, promises that were yep. made, vows that were made. Those are expectations expe- that you set. Are. And it is reasonable for me to have those expectations and to stand on those expectations. And when those expectations are not met, that leads to a valid um, disappointment. And so my question is, because I was thinking about him saying that it took took about eight seven eight years for him to kind of pull it together my question is if somebody gave you a list of of expectations they created the expectations this is my promise to you this is what i'm going to do and year after year after year they're not upholding that expectations and so you're you're getting disappointed over and over right because the bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick and that's really talking right. about Mental illness, emotional sickness Hope deferred makes the heart sick So somebody's going to keep breaking your heart Over and over again By not living up to their expectations And this doesn't even have to be about infidelity It can just be about The Mm -hmm. core beliefs or the foundations That you set when you discuss Getting married and they promised They were going to bring this to the table You promised you were going to bring that If they're violating that over and over And over again Is that a reasonable Grounds for divorce, or are we should expect it uh, to just stand through that, getting our heart broken over and over again like that for years.
3: Well, I would say in that eight years, I, I'm not going to say that I was a uh, completely horrible or anything to her. It's just that it took me longer to pull things together because of my lack of trust, and even though in our vows, what we said, yeah, to have, hold, and all that, we, you know. um... Those vows, they do, they do mean something, and that's the one thing I question nowadays. Because you know, it took for me to actually to, to get a spiritual base. Because when I when I married her, my first wife, I can truly say there wasn't much of a spiritual base there for me. I can truly say it, and it, and when I've gotten to this second marriage, it was. <sighs> Teetering on me, trying to you know go to church, try to pull myself together, and it took a while. And like I say, it was, and when I got Bishop Hank in my life, that's what my spiritual
4: base came at. Yeah, but you, you know, said your, what, your but you said your first marriage, you were young, so you matured in those right. ten years to your to your you matured, but you mm-hmm. didn't. You know, oh, you still had a lot of b you still had a lot of BS and a lot of a lot of baggage which you didn't carry to your second one yeah okay yeah but Mm -hmm. you got to say that you um you matured you know in that from the first one to the second one but you still had that extra stuff yeah right and 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 that's that's exactly
3: it you know but the insecurities it's hard to get rid of a lot of those that you have you know yeah and you know but it like it took for me to get a spiritual base to, to really to start to you know to change me you know well
5: there was a um there was a study years and years ago that showed that divorce rate was pretty much the same between uh religious people and non-religious people Mm -hmm. so you know i i think sometimes you know people like i i think what sean was saying the difference between maturity um you know it's a lot of components and you know for you perhaps it was you know it, is it the religious the religious component or the fact that you found somebody you could trust and he just happened to be in the um spiritual you know
3: community well i found well as, as finding um bishop hank you know uh, and my wife, you know, my wife has always had a, a, a spiritual base and it was, and it was always more stronger than mine. Like, hey, it's a Sunday, you going to church? Nah, you know, <laughs> I'm not going, you know. Uh, and it, it, like I said, it took a while. It's, it's, it was a lot. Um, and it took for me to find someone that I, I, I could trust to discuss some of these things that I was really feeling, you know. And some things that you know, certain things you can't even though you're, you're my wife, my best friend certain things you can't really discuss with with the woman at that time, you know, when you about yourself because you're not really you know, you have a lot of ins uh un-, un unsureties about you, you know. But, you know, when I when I start talking to uh, Bishop Hank is some things that we just you know, the light came on, you know, so yeah, it just that's how it was, you know. Everybody's situation will be a little different, but hey, that was the one that worked for me, you know. And and mm-hmm. you know, here's the crazy thing: how I stumbled upon this man church. I was I was spending a, a lonely Christmas, and I was driving, and went to this church. I just stopped there. I was stopping the first wow. church I went to. Yeah. And and I went to there. You, That's how a, you I got a lot did. of good.
5: Your situation is. Because uh considering what you are saying, your situations have turned out really well for you.
3: I'm 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 blessed. I'm telling you. I I I <laughs> I am blessed. <laughs> I say God is giving you know, my grandmother you say you your mom's too short to boss with God, you know, she always try to tell hmm. me certain things I say. <laughs> so but hey you know i've been blessed he never took his hand off me even in in my worst in some of my worst times i i still feel he's always had his hands on my life
5: well that 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 it sounds like you are really blessed if um mm-hmm. if you're listening and you want to call in give us a call at 516-453-9110 um that's 516-453-9110 we're talking about reasons People get married. Um, We're kind of just talking about marriage. This is probably part one in the series. Uh, For me, I think that it's really imperative. Like I like the more information, I think, and the more that people understand things. And uh, Patrice was talking about self-awareness. The more aware Mm -hmm. you are of yourself, the more aware you are of what um, Sola uh, sola talked about, trauma. She's a, a a speaker on trauma. The more you are aware of why you do what you do, you I feel like you can get a clearer perspective of what it is that you truly need. One thing that I've observed and I'll say that I think people in the beginning before they become aware, they seek out their parents. They seek they seek out parents. They seek what they're missing in a parent. Um, I heard a long time ago, uh, it was said that, you know, people say that men marry their mothers. Well, I read a study that said so do women. So women marry their mothers too. Uh, the kind of energy, whatever energy is stronger in the household, you just kind of gravitate to that, um, that energy in your mate. If you have dad issues, you kind of look for, think it's going to fill the holes, but end up making the same choices like your dad, Um, men that are like your dad. It It's a lot of different variables out there. Why do people choose to be in abusive relationships? If that, you know, there seems to be their cup of tea. Um, why do we marry people that we don't know? How do sometimes people we don't know people say we've been married 45 years and I met this person at the bar and we didn't know each other and, and, and went and got married. What are the reasons um, that people get married? uh, Stand by. We're going to take us a, a musical break and we'll be right back with B Lifestyle Radio. Lifestyle Radio. This is Letitia Dorsey-McGaha, and I am your host. And we are talking about Why I Do. That was Bruno Mars and Marry You. He said, let's do something dumb and get married. That is That song is hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, people do it all the time. They meet. Vegas is full of people who have met and Get hitched right there on the spot. I would I, I would like to know the statistics on that on those uh, Vegas marriages. You you might meet somebody today that says that they have been friends forever, got married, and it didn't last at all. And you could meet somebody that says, yeah, we met one weekend and we hit it off, and we've been married sixty five years. I have a cousin. They have been married. They met in the middle school. They dated in middle school. And then they, and I don't even think they dated anybody else. They have been married. I don't know. They're like in their 70s, their late 70s. Been married the whole time. After I think they graduated. Maybe they graduated high school and got married. So everybody has a formula, they think. Why marriages work Don't work What you should do What you shouldn't do But the variety of things Tell you by themselves That there is no I don't think there is a One thing What do y'all think? I don't think it is Based on just my observations And talking to different people I don't think there's one thing I don't think there's a thing
4: I want to to give you the rate real quick Uh, Vegas City is the highest has the highest divorce rate. Um, Five year estimate found that twelve percent of all males and fourteen point six percent of all females living in the, living in Vegas are divorced. So outside of Vegas, it's the highest. Yeah. <laughs> so.
5: I uh, I mean yeah I, that you know. I might not know a lot of things, but I know that probably was, yeah, I'm not surprised.
3: I I I think as it relates to marriage, just like life, you know, there are certain um, things that we can do to strengthen marriages and, and, you know, guard them and build them up um, in hopes that they will be long lasting. Uh, just as, you know, when I go out every day, I, I try to take precautions as best I can to make sure that I come back home every day. You know what I mean? Um, but even with that, the unpredictability of, of all of that, you know, that could be a, a common point where I don't come back home. And I think it's the same thing with marriage. So I don't formulas. Um, you know, you do the best you can, you know, you implement all the information you can and, 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 and learn and, and better yourself and, uh, strengthen yourself, and and you know, hope that the other person is doing the same thing. Hope that you you know you two guys can or you guys can do it together. But I think in the end, there's still that 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 bit of unpredictability that it just might not work out. Just like you may not come back home every day. And I don't know, you know, I don't know what you do about that. Or maybe you just don't even focus on that. You just do what you can. And, you know, if it's if it happens to last a lifetime, wonderful. If it doesn't, you know, you learn what you learn from it you get what you're supposed to get from it, hopefully you move on to the next level of what you're supposed to be doing and who you're supposed to be. Mm.
1: But
5: you're not supposed to, I mean, they say that you, like when you make that vow, that it's forever for, to death do us part. And if you didn't do that, then yeah. you have made a
1: mistake.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Somebody like a I friend
3: said, friend you know, the there's night. plenty of people that, that, that leave their homes every day and they practice, you know, as much precaution as they can, you know, and they still may not make it back home. So I mean, I, yeah, it's, that's it's, that's what it is. Possibility.
4: Now, yes, when you say not, when you say not uh, coming back home, is that leaving? <laughs> With an argument or just on your <laughs> no, no, on your mind, state
3: of okay. you know your life could be the state of Okay, know, oh, okay. okay. Got you, got Yeah, of Yeah, okay. that your life could You right. the You know, you state be as, careful as you as you, you know, as you uh, as you need to be and you of you know, state something, something you the know? state so, okay. yeah. You the could of the
4: state of the state of I'm sorry, I state of the I of the state i the state
0: no, it's fine. I was just thinking about um <laughs> the phrase till death do us part. I really <clears throat> think that should be removed from the marriage vows because no, I'm looking it. at I'm looking at the, the incidents of people actually killing their spouses uh, that they don't oh, want to wow. be uh, even be married to anymore. And you know the Bible says the power of death and life is in the tongue. So if you tongue. attach that to a commitment You're really speaking something over that situation because, you know, death can happen in a lot of ways. There's death of your hopes, death Mm. of your dreams, death of authenticity, death of expectation. You know, you can die in a lot of ways. Mm. A lot of people feel trapped in a marriage Mm. because there is Mm -hmm. that expectation that you will stay together until physical death and I really believe that has raised this um, rate of domestic violence uh, and domestic homicide so maybe Mm. we shouldn't say that anymore (laughs) you know what I mean yeah
4: suicide as well
0: yeah suicide mm -hmm. also the highest suicide rates are actually with um, uh, middle aged to older men
1: Mm -hmm. between
0: the ages of 45 and and um, 75 is the highest suicide rate, by the way?
4: Gone through a wow. divorce, or you know, the wife took the kids. You know, financial.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I hmm. mean, it's it's, it's as somebody said earlier there is no safe choice. I think it was um, Patricia that said it. There's no safe choice, and there really isn't. We really don't you know. We we choose. We do the best that we can. We set the parameters. We have the discussions. Some of us do the self-work if we know. You don't know what you don't know, so you can't heal something that you don't know is broken. And the pervasive lack of education on self-awareness, trauma healing, uh, relationship dysfunction, those are things that really should be taught in school. They should be taught at home. Mm -hmm. They should be taught in church, but it's not. So we don't know how to heal coming out of a broken Uh, relationship. So we take that brokenness into the next relationship. That's really not our mm -hmm. fault. If it has never been presented, how can they hear without a preacher? Mm -hmm. So if if nobody Mm -hmm. has ever told us you need to look at these things, you don't find out until you're in the midst of the relationship that it's an issue. And at that point, you're confronted Mm -hmm. with the conflict of working it out and hopefully your partner works it out with you, but they might not be willing or they might not be able to handle it. It may be more than they can they can take. And so we just do our best. We, we have no idea what's going to happen. No idea. We choose the best that we can, but I feel like in this day and age that we live in, this generation that we live in, I just don't think that putting that, that weight on a person and say you have to stay in this till death is I, I just don't think it's relevant or feasible anymore because you really don't know what you're getting into and I don't want someone to literally die by suicide or homicide because this relationship has mm-hmm. become mentally and emotionally unbearable no
1: mm-hmm.
5: so you don't agree um you get into a relationship you marry somebody and it is totally not just not for you because a person leaves their socks on the floor or something, you know, something that I won't say trivial because it's not trivial to some people, but a real deal situation where this is not for you. You 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 don't think that they should just endure it?
0: No, no, no absolutely <laughs> not. I don't think you should endure anything that is, is killing you. As a person That's killing mm-hmm. your soul Killing your purpose For being We were not put on this earth To get married That's a That's mm-hmm. a gift But you know The scripture says that That in heaven We will neither marry Nor be given in marriage Right So marriage is for the earth It's of the earth It's not something That's eternal We don't take this with us mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. put here To do eternal things To leave a legacy That will outlive us
4: For marriage your family not... For your family Right mm-hmm. We were Marriage was created, if I'm not mistaken, the Bible says marriage was created for a family. For That's the only time you're supposed to have sexual intercourse is when you're going to create a family.
5: We've got a caller on yeah. the phone. Way, we way off of that. You can do that there you go. Yeah. 856. Your microphone is open. Welcome
4: yeah, I've to been the show. i saying cable. that. Yeah.
8: Good evening, good people. My name is Katrina. Um, Katrina Maddox. I am friends of Antonio and Leticia Um, Thank you for having me.
4: Damn, are you married? Because hey, you coming on this out, it sounded real sexy. Are you married? Uh-oh. <laughs> don't no, no. 15 years
1: in January.
4: <laughs> okay.
1: Damn. Okay.
4: Years
1: in
5: <laughs> <laughs> 16 years in January. Is this your first or second marriage? 15 years. First and only.
1: I didn't get married oh, okay. to the you,
5: Okay, you didn't marry. Uh, you weren't married to uh, Nishan. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't I don't know know how how I'm sorry. My husband just
1: corrected me.
8: It's 15 years in January. We've been together 16 years. Okay. So what do you think about our topic?
5: Why do people get married? Why are some things, real reasons, real reasons why people get married?
8: I think people get married for a number of reasons, honestly. Um, Sometimes people get married for convenience. Um, I'm a military brat, um, so I do know some of the stories. Not all, because it's not always like that. Um, I do know my parents did marry for love. Um, But I have you know, childhood friends, um, people that I went to church with that got married for spousal benefits. Um, some people are forced into arranged wow. marriages. Some people, um, get married, um, because somebody got pregnant and they wanted to, you know, be right, look right in the eyes of Christ, um, you know, and don't want to experience judgment or to are up and, Hey, you guys need to get married. Um, you know. Uh and some people just genuinely fall in love with someone and they want to spend their life with someone. Mm. So I take it that's the
5: latter. You got married under the latter pretenses. I did. Yeah.
1: I'm I've been very, very intentional.
8: The rest of your life. Yeah, absolutely. I was very intentional in my prayers. Um, you know, I was with my son's father. Uh Things didn't work, and I'm not gonna, you know, change standards and and things like that because you couldn't get to it. Um, If this is not what you want, let me go. So the person that is supposed to find me can find me, and I can go live happily ever after. Um, And God did just that. Um, You know, my parents were married, um, my husband's parents were married, and both sets of parents were divorced. And we wanted Mm -hmm. to break you know, generational curses, Um, you know, from both of our sides that, you know, our children, um, blended family, you know, that they could see what a loving, successful marriage looks like. No, it ain't been roses, Um, and it hasn't been easy, but it's a choice. It's a choice to want to continue to love even when you don't feel like it. Um, It's a choice to continue to honor those vows when you don't know how to fight fear um when one another doesn't create safe spaces. Um and I know, you know, Tish Antonio, y'all y'all have heard us say a lot of times about safe spaces because a lot of people don't know how to do that. Um, his uh his grandparents, his grandmom specifically would always tell us, You gotta fight fair. Okay, well what does that mean? Because in marriage counseling, right, with the pastors, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about the what ifs. They don't talk about when I don't feel like you know, giving you none because um, I'm tired or, or whatever, you know, or vice <laughs> versa. What is fighting fair? I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being all straight right. up. They know um, you trying to figure out what this fighting fair look like. But if you have never been taught and you didn't see it, right. You see all the good things. You don't see your parents getting into argument over money or someone being disrespectful or, Hey, you, 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 you have a moment where you slip and you ain't at your best and then having to find your way, you know, back, but what tools do you have? Um I know that there was a lady speaking a, a couple minutes ago about these are some of the things that we need to learn at home, we need to learn at school, we need to learn at church, but they're not talking about those things. How how can you learn something how can you teach something?
5: How do you teach something? How can you teach somebody something that you don't know yourself?
8: Um Sometimes I think it comes down to what what do you want to see for yourself, right? I knew growing up I didn't want to end up like my parents. Um, I remember the, the argument that split my parents up, and I was probably three. We were living overseas at the time, and um, I remember, you know, kind of just, you know, smells, just all kind of just the entire environment and trying to figure out, okay, what is this going to look like? Am I going to see my dad after this? Um you know, we moved back stateside, my mama wasn't playing. Moved back stateside, they didn't get along. Um so I knew I knew all the things that I didn't want. But I didn't realize the things that I knew that I needed. And having to go yeah. through different relationships, you look for love in the wrong places, you're dealing with people that you really shouldn't deal with because you feel like you're missing something, you're trying to replace something. Until you wake up and say, this ain't what I want. I'm not happy, and I deserve better. And at the time, I knew my son deserved better than that.
4: How many kids do you have?
8: Uh, two. We have a 22-year-old son, and our daughter will be 11 next month.
1: Okay.
5: So it's It's,
7: it's quiet. I, yeah. I think that, mm-hmm.
4: Y'all want to mm-hmm. preach in the night, boy. Somebody get a collection plate. Because they going to show that thing up. I'm
5: going to be like... Uh,
4: uh, um, uh What's your cap ass? I'm going to be like double
5: chocolate. Yeah, what's the cap? Cap yeah. I'm going to be like double chocolate. The cash app is cash. Oh, my uh, <laughs> Dollar signs. <laughs> it should be... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is... F- f- so, my
4: and, and, um, it, y'all, making push, y'all making Let's some money tonight, boy. Y'all making some money tonight, boy. They're <laughs> on preaching day today, boy. Especially legends. But I heard you know
1: guys
8: it, should be full tonight. It, you know what? It, <laughs> yeah, right? But you know well, what makes people willing to want to be taught? People have to be willing to say, this isn't what I want. Can you show me something different? And people let pride get in the way, too. Okay.
4: Hmm.
8: Yeah, that's that's absolutely yeah. the ego, truth.
4: pride is, ego. Yeah.
8: If you don't have pride if you ego. Don't have, if, you don't have,
0: if you don't have two willing participants in the marriage, that's right. It's not a partnership and that's what I was talking about <laughs> earlier when you saying should we just endure? No, no. You don't just endure mm-hmm. death day after day. Now should you work it out? No. If you have a spouse that's willing to do the work to get the result that you both want and deserve, then, yeah, I'm, I'm going to tough it out. But if you don't have true, yeah, willing out. participants, it's not a mm-hmm. partnership, and you are mm-hmm. going to kill right. yourself because you'll be carrying the whole weight of the relationship whole load. by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said that. No, we're not just going to yep. endure this until – death do us because what's really mm-hmm. gonna happen is that you're just gonna die. And you know as a matter of fact, I watched my grandmother yeah. go through this. She was married to to a mm-hmm. man that um he was an alcoholic, he was a cheater, he was abusive. Mm-hmm. She was a spiritual woman, so she didn't believe in divorce. So she she stuck it out. She endured she endured. He wasn't willing to change. Um she she's gone. She's dead and gone. She died young. Died young, sick, heart disease, uh, diabetes, uh, uh, a stroke. Mm-hmm. And he, this man outlived her probably by 30 years. He was in his 80s. And wow. Had a 20-something-year-old girlfriend. Good boy. So, but but wow. her carrying the weight of that toxic yeah. marriage Literal broken by heart. herself. Mm-hmm. Literal broken heart. built mm-hmm. yeah. her. Yeah. Yep. No, we we not about that. We not about that. I'm not going to yeah. endorse that. If you made a mistake, sometimes you just have to own it. That this wasn't the right That's choice, right. and mm-hmm. I want to live. Mm-hmm. I want to redeem what's left of my life and my purpose.
4: So mm-hmm. oh, I want to I want to ask a question, but it's not on what legend saying. It's so. So why do I hear sometimes I hear people say. Why do you? Why do some people that are having trouble with their with their marriage go to someone that that's not doing good in their marriage? You follow what I'm saying? If that makes any sense, why is that? You know, why sometimes, do
8: sometimes it's comfort? Sometimes it's comfort. Hmm. Sometimes it's comfort knowing that somebody ain't doing good just like you, so they can't pass judgment. They can't say, oh, well, you should be doing such and Mm -hmm. such and such and such and kind of looking down their nose. Um, And sometimes, um, you know, when people go through things in their marriage, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Some people can project. They can project, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. issue that they're going through Mm -hmm. onto the couple that's really Mm -hmm. looking for help, and they really Mm -hmm. should be getting help themselves but they want to seem like, hey, they got it together, right, because mm-hmm. people are good at putting on putting on a show. Um, mm-hmm. My God, you guys that's look it. so happy. What happened?
1: Mm. But then they, they stayed <laughs> in a
8: divorce line, or they bashing each other on social media or bashing one another to family and friends, and then, you know, my, you kind of uh, keep a cycle that's going like that. My
4: my yeah. sister should have been on here tonight. She should have been on mm-hmm. here tonight. Mm-hmm. Man. I've been mad. I, I,
5: think, I hate to
4: ask, okay. like, why? <laughs> she was married four times. <laughs>
8: oh God!
4: Wow. I have an auntie that was married three. <laughs> four. I think.
5: Some four I know. I knew someone that was married five times. To yeah.
3: oh, so, um, this is to piggyback wow, off of, man. or to actually to um, to answer the question from my perspective, uh, Sean, that you just asked. Sometimes we like to. Or people like to, you know, somebody else is in the same scenario you're in. You can have a, you know, you enjoy having that complain or pity party with that other individual. Y'all uh-huh. can uh, individual that bullshit with each other. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You can. You know, you enjoy that. I can go over here and complain about what my spouse is not doing, and I know this person is going to, miserate and, and join in and you know we can we it's just all good cuz we can do that together and it's a comfortable place as opposed right. to going to somebody mm-hmm. that can be very objective and tell you hey man you yo you you're wrong you know what I'm saying you you you're tripping it's you yeah. you know what I'm saying it can call mm-hmm. you to the carpet we don't sometimes because that makes us have to be responsible for our actions and accountable mm-hmm. and we don't always want to be that all right and people
5: have to be mature to to be able to hear that though
1: uh, when you so are good.
5: immature, you can't handle it. It's too yeah. much for you to break. Right. you. But right. when you're mature, you can you can handle someone who's healthy talking to you. And when you want to be healthy, right. you have that you want to engage. But when you want to stay stuck, you're not going to have a healthy mm-hmm. conversation. You're going to go, like you said, to the pity party because it's safe. It feels right. good yeah.
1: here. Well, and and it don't really want feel good like, because, you know, walk you away want people to co-side your nonsense. Right. Yeah, I you, think want that's why, right. you want to
8: nonsense too. Right. You do. Right. Antonio, well, so we, what
3: were you saying? We we. I no, said so I think that's why it's important also to work on yourself internally, not just externally. Because when you're healthy, mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. You we attract what's in front of us. We attract that's our right. friendships yeah. in the, in the in the circles we attract that. So. If that's what's in front of you, it's because you haven't healed. You haven't worked on healing. You you're not working on yourself. The mm. person in front of you, mm-hmm. and not to make them to the blame, but what you see in front of you is actually mm-hmm. a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. hmm That's Yeah. All right. That's
0: yeah, so I did, a, I did a, a, a reel on that yesterday. I do these daily check-ins, and on um, my <laughs> check-in yesterday, I said we don't get what we deserve. We get what we believe we deserve. Right. So whatever it is that you mm-hmm. believe you deserve is what's going to show up in your life. And so so many people are mm-hmm. suffering from a low sense of self-worth. There's all of these right. internal mm-hmm. wounds, so much going on. We may be doing all these work and affirmations and going to these classes and reading books, but if down right. deep down in your core you, you don't, don't feel, believe yeah. you're worth more, you're going to continue to mm-hmm. attract what you believe you deserve
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: Yeah.
5: And people don't okay. like yeah, that's a, that's a really hard pill to swallow. It is a mm-hmm. hard pill to swallow. Um because at the end everything points back to yourself. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Your whole existence. You can't point fingers at somebody else. It really points back to yourself.
1: Yep.
8: Um, People are very good at uh, not taking accountability.
5: Well, yeah, because they're unaware. Uh, Mm -hmm. Society kind of depends on how you grow up. If you grew up in a household where there's a victim mentality inside of the household, Mm -hmm. you have a high chance of coming away with a victim mentality for yourself if you you know abuse this mm-hmm. household you're either going to be you're going to identify with the abuser or you're going to identify with the victim and so because we have so many of these for our families especially the black family you know Tyler Perry people can say what they want but he really did um his best to uncover a lot of the ills in the black family even you know through comedy through those mm-hmm. plays that a lot of people hated, but he put it out there, the whole mm. kit and caboodle. He did not spare none of our ills from sexual abuse to, you know, just all of it, all of it. He put it mm-hmm. on Front Street. And I think that, you know, with that kind of awareness, because who, we were talking a few shows, somebody's supposed to, we're supposed to talk about secrets, secrets um, in an upcoming show. Because it really has to do with that Especially in our families The secrets that nobody talks about The secrets that we repress We don't even remember that we know The secrets of the things That have happened to us and our cousins And our, you know, mamas And, and our dad our dads. All of those things play Into the dynamics Of why we make our decisions
4: Well that's true. And a lot of them take the secrets to the grave with them.
3: That's it. They took the they they of do, but I but the effect. exact Same thing. The lasting effect. And the, of the effects
5: all. keep going on, and we can't and we can't shake it because we can't get to the truth. You know every you know everybody's been bringing up you know the Bible the the Bible says you on you know when you know the truth the truth shall make you free. You know the truth. Not the half of the truth and not what you want to be true, what you think is true, but the truth. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. And a lot of us don't want to really deal with the truth. We just want to deal with the fantasy. And every time you deal with the fantasy, you do not come away with what you're supposed to come away with.
0: Mm. So, I oh, know that's right
3: looking for pacification and that um
5: okay i'm sorry what'd you say
3: it seems like they're looking just for to be pacified instead of having to deal with the truth you know just what they're looking to just to have that you know that pacification
5: um i'm gonna um play a little clip a song and i want as this lasts, as we move into the end of our show I want to ask you guys to name one thing that you would give as an advice to someone who's getting married. What do you think? What do you think is paramount? What do you think is the most important thing that a person um, should really have a reason? What is the reason that you would tell somebody get married? So think about that, and we'll be right back.
3: Now look at the difference between these two women. For better.
6: For better. For worse. For worse. For richer.
1: For richer. For poorer. For poorer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we hit that snag about 20 times in counseling. Real made it very clear to Johnson, you cannot be broke in sickness, in sickness, and in health,
7: and in health, to love, to love, cherish, cherish,
3: and to obey. <laughs> We did talk about that in council. Yes, we did So you want me to repeat that again you or just keep going?
8: I think we can keep going. All right
2: I'll forever submit to you Maya. I'll forever respect you mind I'll forever
8: honor you Maya, as the head of our home In heaven they hear <laughs> on earth. I declare and decree I shall be a submissive wife unto you I don't
3: know about you, but I know which one I'm willing to give my life for.
6: Oh,
5: was Desmond Dennis and Can You Stand the Rain. Uh again, my husband, uh the musician that he is, just finds the dopest songs. And that's a favorite anyway for me, but I think Desmond Dennis Dennis did that uh Supreme Justice. Welcome I'm back you. to um to um B Lifestyle Radio. I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey mcgaha and in these last few minutes I I want everybody you know in a in a few short words uh so everybody can get their opportunity um I I'm going to go down the call line sola what would you what would you tell what would you say is the most important thing
0: I would say the most important a reason. thing Wait, now that's two different things. <laughs>
5: the most important <laughs> reason to... to get married. Why why you what to get married, your most important reason.
0: See, you know, mess me up Because you asked me what was the most important thing. That's what I was prepared for. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead with
5: the most important thing. Go
0: ahead. Okay. So Whatever you were gonna
5: say, go ahead.
0: I give you the reason and the thing. The most important reason is the reason that matters to you. There's no right or wrong answer to that. You just have to know what matters to you. Um, which goes back to the thing that I was going to say, the most important thing is knowing what matters to you. You have to be really brutally honest with yourself. You can't be honest with someone else if you're not honest with yourself about what you can really live with, what you want to live with, what you want to deal with, and, you know, what you're willing to sacrifice to, to really do that till death do us part.
5: Mm. All right, Crap, Crap, Uncle. What is your? What would you say? The reason, the thing, the most important thing.
3: <laughs> Again, well, for the marriage side of things, I say taking getting taking time to know that person. You know, and being that you just want to rush into. You know, as mm. a time. You know, you it's time is knowing. You know. Hey, you know, I even tell you I didn't know that my thing was I can't stand for somebody to wear my T shirts. So but she would have never that. Wow. <laughs> right. I can't stand it. But taking time to know that individual, that person that you choose to that you'll mm-hmm. choose to marry. And then you I think you'll find out a lot about each other before making that, that crucial decision. Okay.
5: Patrice. Okay. I'm like, so loud. You kind of threw me off. I had my answer ready. So I'm going to say, give, give it all. Give it to us. Okay. Okay. So yes. you have to be honest with yourself, to thine own self be true. Um, and then ask yourself, are you willing to serve? Because that's, mm. I think, the most important thing in a healthy marriage is service to the other person. And then, of course, them serving you back. Mm. That's good. That's good. Antonio.
3: Um, know yourself. I mean, I think it's great to definitely get to know your partner, but at the end of the day, um, self development and really finding out who you are because I think that's the only way you can be true about the things that you like, your non negotiables, um, and you can be authentic when you sit down at you know, at the table or what have you. Um, with the other individual that you're contemplating or you know, talking about marrying. You gotta know who you are. You gotta be very clear about who you are. And and sometimes that, that takes time. And a lot of times we're not uh, we're not willing, but we don't give ourselves an opportunity to really get in touch with that real person. So know who you are. All right. Um, Tamika, You wanna chime in or you
1: gonna
8: to-
5: Sit this, sit this one
1: out.
8: <laughs> I feel like it is a, a commitment to um, knowing yourself. You first have to know the root of who you are. And you have to mm. be done, begun the work in you. Because if you don't, haven't begun the work and the growth in you, you don't know if another person has begun the, the growth in them. So if I... Mm if I am committed to knowing and growing me then those were those expectations lies and you growing and knowing you because we're going to always be growing together hopefully um, mm-hmm. and if you have started that and that other person is growing and they're changing and I'm growing and I'm changing then they're. they're comes problems because I, I might not like you no more and you might not like me no mm-hmm. more because we growing and we haven't committed to growth
7: from mm. the beginning. That's good. That's good.
5: I have a um Greta's on the line. She she's jumping in at, at the at the at the ninth hour. She it's so good the conversation. She got something to say.
1: Greta
7: Hey. Hello, Tish. Um, Well, for me, the listening to everybody and everyone speaking on growth and the growth the other person might have and trauma from childhood or whatever you're going through or something that may happen in relationship or what have you, I think each person needs to be in love with the idea of being married because if both of you are not in love with the idea of being married when all these things come about one or the other may be willing to leave it with the sign of any trouble so that would be the advice I would give anybody is to be in love with being married not just with each other because like she said sometimes I might not like you And the other person may not like me, and they may be willing to give it up real quick because they're not liking me at the time. But if we're both committed and we're both in love with the ideal of being married and making our marriage work, then we'll work through Mm -hmm. those situations. That's all I got. Trina. Yes, ma'am.
1: What
8: you
5: got for the people? What What's your... What's your thing? What's your thing you want to leave with them about it? About it all. Reasons. Yeah. Um to get married or what should a person be really what should stand out for them in
8: your opinion? Yeah. Um they should never be afraid to ask the difficult questions. Um, but in return, they shouldn't be afraid to answer them. When someone, like Greta said, is serious about embarking on marriage, it's a, it's a serious matter, right? There should be no secret. There should be nothing that someone can come to you and say anything about your spouse that you don't already know. Um, mm-hmm. Lies and deceit will ruin the foundation of a marriage. Um, and when you're not honest, if you're not, if you're not willing to be honest with that person, walk away. Move on to the next. Find yourself, hear yourself, before you try to go ruin somebody else. Because you'll 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 ruin you'll ruin their perspective, or I won't say ruin. You'll taint their perspective on what good true love really looks like in a marriage. All mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. mean they no harm. that at the very I
8: don't
4: mean, I don't mean no harm. You might have to have a part two of this because I got a lot of questions to ask. And this is too hard. this does too <laughs> damn quick. We
5: don't have a part two, this part two, part three, because I, I really think in our community, these things need to be just put on the table flat out without all of the fluffy parts that people like to talk about. How come when you get to the altar, you that's the first time you get to thinking about your vows? Like that's, you know, it's a lot to unpack. And it's a lot that we have tacked on over the centuries that needs to be unpacked mm-hmm. and really sifted through so that we can start turning out marriages that are not just, it's not just about longevity, because you could be married 55 years and miserable. I don't think yes. you get no cookies for that. Yeah. I don't think you get <laughs> no awards for that. But how yeah, can we start sure, right? being in long-term Relationships and marriages that are lasting, long-lasting, that are healthy and that are joyful and that are full of good spirit. And then, how about this? If it comes to a point where we have gone and and come to the end of the road, being able to say, you know what? This isn't working for you nor I. I love you. Let's have Thanksgiving with all of our new partners. You know how you know how other people do. Um, no, that's extreme. Mm-hmm. But I'm bow saying being grief. able
7: to
8: recognize uh, <laughs> I, I, to I, bow I, out gracefully. I'm
0: saying why <laughs> bow
4: out in, All I'm saying is, why would you put yourself in a in a in a predicament or a situation knowing? a year or six months to a year down the line you don't like one another. You that should have been something that you, don't should have know, been but, you
5: but you don't know that.
4: Well in the beginning. That. But see that that's why sometimes think, people are selfish. That's yeah that's true yeah. That's why I think people should get yeah. to know each people other more longer selfish. before they really jump into But that's not a but there's no there's marriage. no formula. It ain't
5: it ain't no formula. But sometimes, it's but
4: sometimes, no formula for that. I got my just by listening to y'all
1: tonight.
7: Sometimes the real person
4: don't show up until later on. Uh,
7: say that again. Say
1: yeah, that again. Sometimes,
7: true. because sometimes the real person don't show up until later on.
1: Hmm. But I yep.
5: think a lot of times, if you're if you're the real person though, I think that there are there may be opportunities to recognize that if you know yourself. Because a lot of times we don't know ourselves. And so the real person in ourselves ain't showed up either.
3: You are a disguise. You're a disguise. Absolutely.
5: It's a disguise. And on that note, we are going to head on out. We're going to see you next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, unless, um, because this Wednesday was supposed to be women in business, but this whole marriage topic just came came on me with Jada and Will and all of that stuff. So uh, next Wednesday, we're supposed to be talking about trauma, but it could change. But even if it changes, we'll be here with the Lifestyle Radio. Lifestyle Radio, I'm your host, Letitia Dorsey-Johnson. Nope, Letitia dorsey Johnson was my first marriage name, see. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday, 9 o'clock, and I hope to see and hear all of you all out there in radio land. I hope to see you guys next Wednesday. Thank you for joining us.
2: Yo of the time in all of our lives where sometimes we gotta face the music sometimes we gotta face that elephant in the room this is part of my journey this is part of my story I want y'all to hear my heart on this one let's
1: go, let's go. I remember
2: when everything became a struggle, a struggle, a struggle. And deep within I knew that we were in trouble we can undo what's done but still be left with us Let's face the truth with better eyes.